0: It is the 4th of October, the best month and the spookiest month of 2023. This is episode 2 of Alien at Backwater Station. So, last we left off, we were in the medbay, where Zephyr had some kind of embryo in an incubator and was very interested in watching it. And Ethel a rancher, elderly, who had been wheeled in with some kind of alien critter on her face, has started clutching at her chest and coughing and making a lot of ruckus that she's in a lot of pain. Her husband, William, is pounding on the glass on the other side of the sealed med bay that she is in. And he is looking to break quarantine and get in there and help his wife. That is where we are starting this evening. So, Zephyr, you have a potential medical emergency on your hands. What are you doing?
1: Um.
2: Well, I have to stop the guy from trying to break the glass. Um. He's an older, he's an elderly man.
0: Yes, they are both. Uh, they look to be in their, their mid to late 70s.
2: Um, why don't we just walk up behind him? A tiny little. Uh, uh,
0: if you can give me a medical aid roll. All right.
2: Kitty. up.
0: That is three successes on many dice. I think our gentleman is going to try to see this coming is what we'll do. So he's going to roll for observation. And he actually, um, he's starting to panic, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he is unable to detect you as you creep up behind him and hit him with a sleepy time. And Ethel looks on in horror on the other side as a red spot grows on the surgical gown that she is wearing. As her husband collapses to the floor, you with a spray standing behind him.
2: Uh, And nobody else in our group are currently with me in the med bay. Correct. Okay. Um, well we're going to take the old me we're not gonna have him just sit there, put him in a chair or take him to a gurney and get him set. I'm not just um and then um there's no options. Are there any options in the med bay to like gas it, knock it out, or like you know, send something in there that'll help her to go to sleep? I know that's mm. not going to solve the problem, but at least something to kind of calm her down.
0: Generally, with MedBay such as this, since this is not an actual like live specimen science bay that you know that Whalen yutani has for their research stations, uh, the ability to sleepy time gas someone is not there. You would have to step in and apply the hypospray uh, yourself. Uh, you, as you are watching this unfold, uh, I don't even need a roll for this. It is very mm-hmm. clear that if you were able to gas her, it still wouldn't take mm-hmm. effect long enough before she expires, because you are, even beyond the plexiglass, you can hear over the intercom the cracking of her sternum as something is trying to break through.
2: Then I think it's going to be communication uh, to uh, David and to Rico, letting them know that Ethel in the med bay, her condition has changed, and it doesn't seem like she'll pull.
0: All right. Rico and David both got this communication from Zephyr.
3: Immediately, uh, Rico starts to just sweat, okay, um, and turns back to look at you know, the building that the Med Bay is in and starts to yell at all of uh, the militia, you know, eyes on the Med Bay. It's coming out of the Med Bay. Shoot on sight. Anything but Zephyr.
4: Uh, David will get this information and will communicate back to Zephyr. Uh, You know, well, that's unfortunate. Just be sure that you uh, secure the alien body. And uh, just make sure you have that in a, in a canister of some kind, some other type of biological, um, you know, bag or something that uh, we, we can we can travel with it and uh, that will preserve it. And then he'll hear the the ruckus out in his. Uh, well, he may or may not hear the uh, the ruckus that uh,
0: Rico is causing. I will say that yes, you can hear the ruckus.
4: Okay. And he, well, he'll go outside. Rico, what the what the hell is going on? I mean, sorry, you know, that's uh aggressive language. I need to, uh, you know, work on that. And I, 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 there was a workshop. So uh, what's happening?
3: Rika just kind of like brushes it off and continues to yell at the militia, uh, kind of turns. We don't have time. I told you they're coming. That's it.
4: And we're working on a plan to, uh, to... Adapt to the situation, right? I want to go work on that. Uh, it, it seems like you're really focused on whatever it is you're focused on at this moment. I understand you've you've gone through some trauma. I respect that. I hear you, and I see you. So just you just go handle that, okay? Go see Zephyr at the med bay, and uh, I want to work on a plan for us to get out of here.
3: Rico just walks away and is walking, you know, not, not walking that like double quick half step. That's more of a walk, less of a jog um, around, you know, the perimeter himself, like just checking, making sure, you know, everyone is on point, you know, tap in the sides, the shoulders of the soldiers as he goes by
1: focus. Absolutely.
5: Uh, during all of this Van is going to try and sneak out of the cafeteria and try and get to McDonald.
0: All right. Well, there is nobody else in the cafeteria at this time since everybody else is either outside or in the medbay or, in the case of McDonald, in his bunk. So give me a sneak roll and depending on the number of successes, is how likely it is that you get by everybody and just roll up in there as they're distracted.
5: Do you mean mobility, or...
0: There's a sneaky sneak somewhere.
5: There's agility. I didn't see... Unless I'm blind.
1: Well, I I think it's mobility. Yeah, it's
0: mobility.
5: Okay. Only two. Okay.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think everybody is sufficiently distracted that you're able to leave the cafeteria, and as long as you're not ambling towards a car or other vehicle, I don't think anybody... Yeah, nobody's going to pay you that mind, so you're going to be able to get back to the barracks where you figure McDonald is.
5: Uh, So I get to the barracks and look for McDonald's, and if he's there, I, you know, Startle him, wake him up, whatever I can do to get his attention.
0: Uh, what is McDonald doing after having that half bottle
6: of wine? He's got his space pods in. And he's just kind of grooving, I think. You know, half bottle of wine isn't a whole lot. But he is still, let's say, under the influence of... Uh, shit, what was the name of the, the space drugs that he took? Or was given by the good doctor?
0: Uh, the nap relief.
6: Yeah, so with the nap relief, and now the wine. Uh, he's just feeling a little tired. He's hit, the adrenaline has gone. He would say that he feels safe, but let's be honest. We all know that they're not safe. Uh, what you feel
0: and what you are
6: can be at odds. Look, if he were to die right now, he would at least die relaxed. Okay, good to know. Oh, no. I just signed his death warrant. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. He might not be paying attention to looking in Van's way, but he's he's just chilling.
5: Hey, 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 guy waves his hands,
6: takes him a second. The hand wave gets him. He takes out his space pods and is, yo, uh,
5: the things are here. Let's get to a car. We don't have to take it right now, but uh, let's at least have the keys nearby so we can run if we need to.
6: When you say the things, his pupils dilate, and he's like, that little spike of adrenaline is is getting back in because it's like, oh, shit. Add one we... stress. Oh, thanks. Yeah, anytime. YouTube. <laughs> his hands start to move towards his pockets, but he stops at the mention of the keys, remembering that this kid has stolen more than one vehicle, probably. <laughs> uh, and just uses that motion to push himself to get up to get the rifle that he was given. And it's like, all right, yeah, we let's go find Rico. Uh,
5: yeah, we Rico's, gotta get, Rico's yelling at the militia. You can you can watch from the car. Just
1: yelling at the militia. Uh,
6: starts messing with the comms radio computer thing to see if he can hear what is being yelled at. If it's over the radio or if it's uh, from the sounds of it, it was more in-person yelling rather than radio yelling. So, uh,
0: Zephyr's was over the radio and then David and Rico were having an in-person discussion. Yeah, so. Uh, so if you want to hear anything, that would be up to Zephyr if she is still broadcasting in the open.
2: Unless otherwise directed.
0: You would or wouldn't?
2: I, I would be. Broadcasting in the open, unless I was told not to.
0: Okay, so are, are you still transmitting then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, McDonald on the open frequency, you can hear uh, muted screaming uh-huh. and whatever else Zephyr may be doing at this time.
6: When I hear that, I look to the kid and I, th- which way is the, the med
1: bay? You know where the medbay is. Well, the medbay
5: happens to be in the same direction of the car. So...
6: Yeah, no, it's in that direction.
0: Alright. Back inside the medbay, the screaming abruptly stops as Ethel goes rigid and her arms go behind her back as uh, her chest kind of presents itself, and with a final crack, a beige worm-like thing bursts from her chest. It is squealing. It has two little nubby arms. And it is looking like it's tasting the air with its uh, teeth and tongue. And it abruptly leaps from the corpse's chest and slithers into the nearest vent.
2: He's amazed at how the aliens have perfect working knowledge of HVAC systems wherever they are. It's great. Yeah, it it's it just is great. It's ingrained in their DNA. Just find the, find the vent. Right. Um, okay, well, I do remember that uh, David did say to secure it in a container, um, and for lack of a better word, uh, it was just born, so it must be hungry.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so she's going to find some kind of uh, like food paste, whatever they can give patients, you know, and kind of go into the secured med bay room and uh, shut the door behind her and try to entice it out of the vent with. Uh, this food
0: interesting give me a empathy role just
1: empathy uh
0: okay so you were unaware of this because i don't believe that synths have a sense of taste but as you place this unappetizing paste near the vent mouth and make whatever noises you think are appropriate to coax out uh, an alien life form. I believe it's piss. P- yep. it's piss <laughs> yeah. Piss. All right. Um, you are going to see a flash of movement. And then this thing is going to burst from the, uh, burst from the vent, jumping towards you and, uh, flashing razor-sharp teeth and hissing malevolently in an attack posture. Okay. Um, you are synthetic, so uh, it will not be a panic roll.
2: No. What would I need to roll to try to catch it?
0: In order to catch it, you're going to have to make a roll of... Close combat.
2: It's almost like maybe I should just go ahead and use that story point.
0: Oh, you want to use it? Okay, okay. If you want to use a story point, tell I want me. to
2: secure... I want to... As that thing comes at me very calmly, she's just going to reach out and just grab it midair and kind of just look at it, inspect it a bit, kind of take a finger and, you know... Touch its little, pet its head, kind of look at it. I don't care how angry it is or spewing or whatever. She's just gonna hold it there, and uh, she'll grab uh, like a tongue depressor or whatever, and try to scoop up some of that food and put it to its mouth, see if it'll eat it.
0: I I, I love it. I do. Uh, <clears throat> so you have this this writhing, hissing thing. And it's tense. You can feel the the tenseness in your hand as you stroke its head, and then you give it the tongue depressor of, uh, of of paste, and it kind of like tries to lean its head back, and then the the second jaw comes out and snaps through the tongue depressor and just takes the entire thing.
2: Zephyr actually just says this quietly in. Uh, and I think right now what's going through her head is she's kind of going through all the reports that she's heard from refugees. Uh, the acid, the burns, the, you know, from blood, from saliva, all of it, everything she's heard. And kind of tra- trying to piece together that if this is the newborn version of it. Then that's what it grows into and and all of that. And so now she's trying to figure out how best to contain it.
0: You know, without a role, that the primary method of any type of containment of biological would be cryostasis. And there are specimen-sized cryotubes. Mm -hmm. There are, of course, larger ones for people and uh, larger animals. And um, you do have access to those in the medbay. whalen yutani does have, as standard issue, a number of cryostasis specimen jars. And it also does have one or two cryopods to put people in for massive injury and uh, paid for through many more years of indentured servitude.
2: Okay. So we will secure it into a we'll secure it into. A, I'm not happy about putting it in a cryotube, but I need to secure it because that's what I was told. So I'm going to uh, put it in a cryotube for now, but I'll probably get it out once I figure out a better way to contain it where it doesn't have to be frozen.
1: OK,
0: so go ahead and get rid of that story point. And you have yeah. a critter in a cryotube. And you also have another critter in the incubator.
2: Yes, I do. I've got an embryo, and I'm get, I'm going to collect all the stages.
0: Uh, yes, you have. Three, <laughs> you have three stages right now. You have embryo. You have face hugger, You have chest burster.
2: Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get all the Pokemons.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Do you make this report to anybody, or are you uh, actually the the better question is Are you still Transmitting as your s- no when and- i
2: when I went to catch it, I probably shut off transmission, but once I got it secured, definitely Zephyr will communicate to Rico and David just with a a simple uh biologic contained med Bay clear
1: there you go
0: it's
2: scarier for the others to hear than anything else,
0: yeah. this this, this nice calm voice saying uh, the the lockdown has been lifted the med bay is secure
3: Rico doesn't like really falter Um, it's just okay uh, eyes on focus uh, stand down just focus anything out of the ordinary call it in and uh, he heads right towards the med bay cautiously
0: okay if you can add one stress please and uh, true to form, the medbay door is unlocked, so you are able to enter without issue.
3: Okay. Um, is David following me?
4: No, David is not. He will send a message back to Zephyr saying, Excellent work. I await your full report. And uh, again, that's a wonderful job, and I appreciate your service to uh, Will and Yutani.
3: Uh, Rico comes in. Super, you know, clearing each hallway uh, as he's walking towards the med bay, uh, all eyes on exit, um, just kind of trying to get eyes on Zephyr. And uh, when he does, he just calls out, you know, status.
2: What is Rico? Is it a captain?
1: Yes.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, So Zephyr will just shout out, Captain, I'm. In the med bay, you'll have to join me here. She's trying to clean up the, and to get the face hug. All of that—that's what she's doing. She's cleaning up the blood and mess.
3: Gore, we call that gore. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Rico makes his way to the big viewing window, sees this disgusting scene, kind of does the like throw up, just swallows it down um where is i I understand the it's in a cryo tube but then does that go somewhere or is that just sitting in the room
2: oh it would oh go on
0: sorry it it would be in a um kind of like a, a a holding thing like it's it's a machine that that runs the power so these these tubes can keep cool and so that tube is locked into the machine. It it can be seen, but basically, like the the bottom of this tube is is in this machine, and that's what's pushing the the cryostasis gel, um, in order to to keep it in suspension.
3: And Rico knows that there's like a million things that could possibly go wrong in this situation. So, eyeballs as big as saucers. Um, I just go over and open the door, walk as close as I can possibly get to this cryo creature, and I want to pull my gun up and just blast it away million bits.
0: Um, Zephyr, if you can give me an observation roll, and Rico, if you can give me a mobility roll.
1: Uh, Rico, if you can add one
0: stress and then roll 1d6. That's two dice on the panic. Uh, So that's five. I believe you're still going to keep it together. Yes, one through six is keeping it together. Um, So, Zephyr, you are engaged in cleaning up when you hear the report of a Pistol near your uh, cryostasis pods. Uh,
2: turning around uh, to see what's happened, or. Uh, you, then, go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: Okay. Uh, you are going to see that the uh, glass or com- uh, polycomposite of the cryostasis tube has shattered and the. Uh, form of the xenomorph that you had captured has fallen on the floor and is low for the moment, but you can tell that it is quickly like beating up, getting back up the temperature before it is either going to try to run and hide or, or fight.
2: Uh, there's another cryo tube? Yes. Quickly pick it up and move to put it in that tube.
0: Okay. um, Give me a mobility roll as well. Rico, what are you going to do as Zephyr is doing this? For anything. You cannot. Goodness. <laughs> Zero successes on six dice.
3: I want this thing wiped off of the face of the planet. Okay. I If shooting it didn't work, I want to just stomp my giant monster man boot on it.
0: Uh, give me a close combat roll, or you can give me a ranged attack and actually shoot the thing because the cryostasis tube took the brunt of your pistol round. Uh, that is two successes on shooty bang. It has an armor rating of 2. You have a uh, pistol. Now I'll see if I can find my equipment table that I put in. 3
1: years ago. And while I'm looking for that,
0: we are going to There it is. Uh damage is 1 plus 1, so if I Uh okay, so
1: you are going to shoot it and Chestburster has
0: a health of two. So its health is at one, and it is going to splash acid. Oh, no. Oh, yes. So I am going to... You are not going to get splashed with the acid, I think.
1: Hooray. if there is a okay, yeah. Um so
0: because the acid splash, let me roll one more d6. There we go. So a acid splash attack, the dice number is the number of the acid splash rating plus the damage that it took. So this took 1 damage, its Acid Splash rating is 4, so I would roll 5d6. And for every success I get, it eats through 1 armor. If you don't have any armor, it starts eating health. I rolled no successes on those 5 dice, so neither of you are going to get splashed by the Acid. However, you can see that the blood is sinking through the floor. It's hissing through the floor and the walls. And I'm going to roll 1 more d6... And it is going to turn, and it is going to leap at Rico and attempt to eat Rico's face.
6: Permission to dramatically enter the scene, guns blazing.
0: Uh, permission denied.
6: Okay.
2: Story point. Story point it.
1: I mean, I don't yes. do not on my my
0: my sheet.
2: Have us use them all up now, Oz. That way, when the shit really hits the fan.
0: <laughs> uh, so let me let me do this first. Okay, I'm gonna roll eight d six, which is the the attack roll. I have two successes. So you, uh, Rico, would have to roll me your uh, mobility. And if you get more than two successes, then You should succeed in not getting eaten. If you don't succeed, if it gets one success over you, then it's going to inflict critical injury number 61. Critical injury number 61 on the critical hit chart is a ruptured jugular, which will kill you in one round.
3: That sounds terrible. And if Rico dies, Rico loses the story point.
0: No, the story point sticks with the player, not with the character.
3: Um, cookie's kind of all in with like using it to dramatically catch and snap the neck of this terrible, terrible, scary creature.
0: Okay, I will caution you that it is bleeding acid blood, so if you grab it, it will eat through your hand.
3: Don't I have... um? some uh what's it called like armor still now no
0: i don't recall what armor that you had what armor is on your sheet
3: nothing right big big sissy like officer guy with no armor never mind
0: it's i mean if if you want to succeed, that's how to do it. Otherwise, like if you want to do the grab and snap, I'm happy to have it, but it is going to what? cost you. Okay.
3: I have this like super fancy new gun, right? That I just stole. And I bet it would look really, really cool if Rico just like blasted this thing in the face about two and a half feet from you know contact and it just into dust
2: or baseball swing it into the wall and just have it smash there
3: to the moon
0: (laughs) um i will i will accept either of those
3: i kind of like the shooty bang i want to blast this thing about like two and a half feet away from you know contact and i want it to dissolve in a cloud of nasty bloody dust
0: All right, and so that is what's going to happen. So you can go ahead and remove one story point from your sheet. And as this thing leaps at you uh, with impossible speed, you are already prepared, and the AK-4047 that is in your offhand comes up, and you fire a quick burst that blasts it against the wall of the medbay, and acid blood sprays everywhere it is eating through the wall that leads to outside. So it is currently eating through the exterior wall, but it is definitely dead.
3: And Riku just kind of like leans over and actually throws up this time. Excellent.
0: At this point, uh, McDonald, Van, uh, if you are outside the bed bay, you have heard the sound of weapons fire. Does the kid have a gun? Yes. Has the kid shown you the gun? Probably not. No. Yeah, that was
6: more my question—is whether or not he's, uh, whether or not I know it. Okay. Uh, hearing the gunfire, I'm going to bring my my weapon up to a low ready and put a hand back to, to walk to his like, oh, 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 just just hold on a sec, and then I start. Just.
5: Give me the keys, and I'll start the car.
1: I ignore that.
6: (laughs) Uh, And I proceed to... uh, Just checking corners, making sure everything's cool, come up on where I heard the gunfire.
0: So as you step into the medbay, corners are clear, and you will see that in the isolation ward... You will see a corpse that is partially melty. The chest has been ripped out. Uh, you can see the, the sizzling of of flesh as some sort of molecular acid eats through it. You see that same molecular acid eating through the floor and the exterior wall. Inside is Rico with a rifle in the left hand and a pistol in the right. And Zephyr is there with a... Uh, specimen cryotube who is in mid-reach for whatever is now splattered against the back wall. In a... uh, on a gurney on the other side of the isolation wall is a old man. He looks to be unconscious. And uh, otherwise, he is stable.
6: Uh, I look to Rico and just give like a you know, everything cool, head nod. Like, I'm coming in hot because there was just gunfire. And it doesn't look like there's anywhere for me to immediately point my gun.
3: Rico makes that eye contact back. Um, got that, like, sweaty, pale, brow situation. And just, you know, make kind of makes the all clear head nod. But you could tell that, I would hope that you would be able to tell that something is still clearly terribly wrong here.
6: I mean, I I see two acid-based messes, so clearly something has gone down of some variety, and these people don't know what they're dealing with. Not that I really know what I'm dealing with, but s- sadly, I have a better idea than than they do. <clears throat> so I'll drop the rifle from the up-ready to a low-ready and lean back out the hallway for, come on, kid. To get everybody in here. Hmm.
5: I mean, shouldn't we just be getting out of here?
6: I look from the kid who raises a very good point to my commanding officer,
3: who just starts to shake his head vigorously. It's time to go. Let's go. Bug out.
6: I mean, you don't have to tell me twice,
3: Zephyr. This is a uh, this is clearly abandoned. Grab your uh, to go kit and to the trucks.
2: Uh, Zephyr will grab her surgical bag and stethoscope and all of that. Uh, and she's going to look for a glass vial to get some of this acid blood.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's easy enough.
2: Okay, because she wants to figure out, you know, what's the acid blood made of what can we use to counteract it you know to work you know so she's just gonna get a quick sample of that uh she's not gonna try to hide it so if people notice it fine if not doesn't
0: okay what are you gonna do about your incubator baby and the uh the dead face hugger
2: uh the embryo isn't in a cryo thing it's just in its own right little thing uh I'll bag that up and um, I'll pick up the face hugger and look to Captain uh, Rico there, and and say David wanted this secured as well.
3: Fuck David, it's secure. Let's go. Two seconds, and then he kind of starts doing that countdown. You know, tough bossy stuff.
6: I feel so inspired by my competent leader.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Also the that- wine and. Drugs.
2: And... Uh, Zephyr will move to exit holding the face hugger in her hand and having the other stuff in bags strapped to her.
0: All right. That is fine by me. Uh, do, 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 David, what are you up to? Okay. I think David was
4: last in his office. Maybe a little fuzzy on his exact whereabouts, but he was in the main
1: um, th- that area of the compound, I think. Right. Did you hear that again? Yes, you were in. He he was in his his office.
4: He was in his, in his, his, office. Okay. Was in his yeah. office. Right. So, uh, does he hear? Is there any in, input here that he's heard or not? You've heard weapons fire. Great. Uh, yeah. So he's, uh I will immediately approach uh, our good friend, uh, I believe, Jonah.
0: Okay. Uh, Jonah and the other. Uh security-trained people have been huddled and talking quietly to one another. Uh, As there is weapons fire inside the med bay, you've seen that their weapons are at a low ready as they're watching the entrances and and other corners. Jonah Uh, will straighten up as he sees you approach.
4: I I assume I was the only one to have heard that?
0: You were not. Everybody heard that.
4: I'm, I'm, I'm talking to
1: him rhetorically.
0: Uh... Okay, so um, Jonah will shake his head.
1: So, let's go there
4: immediately. Uh, if you wouldn't mind leading the way, I have utter faith in your command. I'm uh, leadership.
0: Uh, Yes, sir. And he's going to lead you where you want to go. Cool, so we'll show up to the uh, the fade. I guess we'll meet the whole gang? Uh, yes, as you both are approaching the front door, uh, that door is going to burst open, and... You're going to see the kid who is supposed to be in the cafeteria. You're going to see Rico. You're going to see Zephyr. You're going to see McDonald.
4: Uh, I heard weapons fire. Is everything okay? Is everyone okay?
3: Show them, Rico says to Zephyr. Uh, Zephyr will hold up.
4: Hmm. David will lean in and adjust his glasses. Hmm, Wow. Wow. What in the hell is that?
3: It's toxic. It's poisonous. It's here to kill you. Let's go. Rico's just continuing to move and try and move this train.
4: Look, I, I understand you're in a hurry, and I get that, okay? We do need to move with some alacrity, but I am concerned that this thing is
1: now dead as opposed to captured.
2: Zephyr will look at David and kind of shake her hand. No, that's... it's. We didn't kill it. It died on its own. I believe that um once it performs its purpose, it then just dies. It seems to just be a vehicle to convey, you know, the embryo to a host.
4: Wasn't this dead earlier? Did it did it come back and did you shoot it? If so, good shot, Rico.
2: No, it was on Ethel's face in Medbay, and then it just fell off dead.
4: Nobody right, so shot it. What? What was the gunfire? I, th- I thought I heard small arms.
2: Captain Rico uh, destroyed the cryo tube that held the embryo that had hatched out of ethyl uh, that I had secured you would have to ask captain rico as to why
3: basically these things like it. they lay lay like eggs or something inside of people and then they explode and then they kill everything and Wait, they hatched. just it's terrible it's it's not a it's not a good fucking scene okay like it that is just a fraction this is just the start they're coming for you we have to what, do you,
4: what do you mean hatched what, what, is what does that mean H- out of what is there an
6: you egg can, you can go back into the the med bay everything is still set up in there and you can draw your own conclusions fine look
4: look okay i think it's important we all maintain our calm get our zen situated okay dave we probably need to get the hell out of here all right can you retrofit our vehicles to be able to make to get as many people here as quickly as possible to the airlifter
3: already on it okay let's go all right and I think we're, like, pushing kind of through the door at this point. Um, I'll get right on that.
6: There's a group of
3: people out here seeing this happening, right? Uh, We have, like, our militia. i I tell you what. You go ahead. uh, Show
4: Jonah the ropes, okay? He's got some security training. If you wouldn't mind taking him around, Jonah. Learn as much as you can from Rico. Dave, I need to talk to you real quick. Uh, So you know, of course, in the airlifter... uh, you know i mean i'm not one for all this hierarchy you know i mean you all call me dj but my credentials are required to get that plane off the ground so it's probably best if we have a retrofit immediately available for that uh police vehicle that we have parked outside you know because we have uh, you know that's just how it is you know I-, I hate it as much as the next guy
6: so a couple of questions here credentials are like your your id badge and stuff
1: right
0: that's correct.
6: Uh, is Fuck. DJ's badge like <laughs> openly displayed on his shirt, like on a lanyard? Is it?
4: He, like as he's talking, he'll be like tucking it into his shirt. Like, I, I, like he he will wait until the conversation is a good like one uh, third of the way through that spiel,
6: and as he's talking, he's tucking it into his shirt. At, as you mentioned credentials, I'm like, you're right. Uh, I want to grab his credentials. That's going I, to be I, an opposed.
0: I, <laughs> Close combat role. Ooh, buddy. Man, all this all this hostility and aggression. If you have a story point, one of you can use it to automatically succeed.
4: Do, do you really want to use opposing story points?
0: Is that... Well, uh, that would go
6: slower, because...
0: How
4: unromantic.
0: I won't allow <laughs> opposing story points, but oh. there will be an opposed roll, and whoever wants to bid the story point to win can do so. Or you let the dice fall as they may.
6: Mr. Cotton, I will give you the option of uh, story pointing first.
4: Oh, I believe in dice.
6: Oh, uh, we we gonna dice it up.
4: Okay, I, I respect your honor, sir, and I demand satisfaction. Let's. <laughs> oh, we, <laughs> Let's we go. about
6: to get satisfied. <laughs> this is where he he throws down like eight dice for. I don't close even combat. know
4: what the fuck to roll. Close
1: combat. Cool. Yeah.
4: Am I good at that?
6: No. Fuck. Neither am I. Apparently. No. All right, let's
4: go. Uh, why didn't it? Ooh, oh, epic, oh shit!
2: Epic <laughs> slap fight. We just
6: oh, arm yeah.
0: each
4: other. No. <laughs>
0: there is there is a slap fight going on between the two Daves. And meanwhile, no, he's
6: a DJ. He's not a fucking Dave.
0: The. The uh, the other settlers and like the ones who aren't security trained are starting to like back off. The ones who are are starting to take positions that anybody who's not involved in the slap fight would quickly see as somebody's about to be taken into custody.
5: Van wants to steal the keys off of McDonald while this uh, is happening. If that's possible,
0: give I'm happy me, to let you try. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a mobility role against uh dave's observation that's two successes on van's mobility that is two successes on observation in these cases the tie will go to the defender
6: can i let him take them but i know that he took them absolutely yeah i i got bigger you are now the reason i lost the slap fight to this fucking pencil pusher
5: sure distracted me uh and van just like bolts for the car
6: yeah, maybe they fell out of my pocket or something while we were scuffling.
0: All right. Uh, so everybody who's not, in, I mean, even, I think the only person who doesn't see that Van is making a, a run for the car again is DJ Khaled. Because <laughs> he's busy trying to, to protect his fenestrates.
4: So so Van did get the keys?
0: Van did get the keys, Uh, but Donald knows that Van got the keys, and everybody can see Van booking it towards the car again. God damn
4: Dave, this is the situation you live in, okay? Now, calm down, god damn it. I've always known you were a troublemaker since you refused to participate in Hawaiian Shirt Day. Now, look, let's get that little shit. I mean, our pilot, and, uh, you know, you just focus on your skill set,
3: okay? Stay in your lane. Rico just orders those security-trained forces that were lining up to take someone into custody to capture that child.
0: Uh, Give me a command roll so I see how effective they're going to be in uh, corralling this boy. He's slippery. Uh, If you can add one stress in roll 1d6. I bring the stress table up again. So that is two, three. Four. So
3: keeping it together, right? So together.
0: Uh, you were at five. You added one to make six. You're now at seven.
3: This is fine. This is also fine.
0: So you've got a nervous twitch. You're still able to give the command. Um, so McDonald and DJ will both increase their stress by one because Rico's very clearly reaching a breaking point. And so with a shout, you tell the the security personnel to apprehend that boy, and they are rocking into action. So I will need one more mobility roll from Van. And you are going to add one stress and roll 1d6 for the panic roll.
5: Oh, I can just press the panic button. Yes. Bye.
0: Okay. Uh, so you are, from the look of things, able to narrowly avoid these uh, five guys coming for you. And you are now in the truck with the keys, barely keeping it together. Five guys, the burgers come back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's always something.
5: Uh, well, Van starts the car. It's like we need to get going
0: i will allow everybody else activity uh the other settlers are now making for the vehicle they don't look threatening it looks like the kid wants to get the fuck out of here there's a creepy eight-fingered thing hanging from the medico's hand um The captain is freaking out and the company agent is mad. Yeah, we're getting in the car and we're going. So you're about to have passengers.
5: Van does not care who they are. He needs to know where that shuttle is. Or whatever thing to get out of here is. And he's going to drive towards it. As soon as people get in.
6: Let go of my scuffle with Dave and uh, start to head to the, the vehicle. Like, our plan was to go. I was just trying to get the keys to the other thing.
0: All right. Um, so you're going to have three people in, because it's it's basically it's a two-seat truck cab, like a uh, king cab, basically. So you're going to have three people in the cab, and you're going to have three people in the truck bed. And I will leave it to McDonald to decide which one of those it's going to be. Uh, Zephyr, Rico, DJ what are you going to do?
1: Uh,
2: uh, I personally feel Zephyr wouldn't take a spot for a person Okay. so I don't think she would make a move to get in the vehicle until actually ordered to I don't think she would take a spot from a, a human
0: Zephyr can see that there are other vehicles that look to have been prepared for movement this is just the one that the kids run for
2: so that everybody's able to get out then
0: yes that's correct
2: okay and all right then to the back
0: okay rico what you doing do
3: do i know if there is another like driver because rico can't drive any of these other vehicles kenny
0: uh, it looks like you have a zero in piloting, so you would be operating entirely off of. I believe it's either wits or agility. Let me see here. Agility. Agility. So your agility is three. You'd be rolling three dice plus your panic, uh, plus your stress. Excuse me. Uh, to pilot anything. So right now, you'd be rolling nine dice to drive, but the ob- the the odds of being in a full blown panic attack or getting kind of high.
3: Yeah. But like, I can't let all these people just die. You know what I mean? I have to obviously do something like that's happened before I've watched, you know, people die and that's just too much. So I'm going to like take off towards one of the other vehicles and you know, it's, it's it's intuitive, right? They don't, they don't make these things hard. So I'm going to try and drive a car.
0: Okay, so the vehicle options that you have is you have the tractor, um, which can take four. You have the um, AFV or the APV, excuse me, which can take five. And the APV is the one that is armored and and armed with a um, low caliber autocannon
3: yeah, that thing looks like way safer, okay, than a tractor. Like all these farmers keep getting eaten, so we're gonna go right for the APV,
0: okay. DJ, what are you doing?
4: So there is the uh, the armor thing. there is the pickup truck, and there's a tractor, right? Yes, okay. And <sighs> okay, we have the tractor. D- did the tractor ever get hooked up to like a trailer of it again? Yes, it did. okay. How many do we have refugees currently being loaded in it?
0: Um, refugees are starting to stream towards that, towards the APV. And the truck now has half of the staff of the uh, of backwater station, as well as this kid who's driving it. So you've got seven and one. You've got the APV, which can hold five. That's going to be 12. And then you've got the tractor, which can take the rest. Right.
4: And has Zephyr assigned themselves to any of these vehicles?
0: Yes, Zephyr has assigned herself to the truck with McDonald and Van. All
1: right. Yeah, he's going to go... Uh... Ah, shit. He is going to go for the
4: tractor. And ride along with the... Uh... The fellow refugees, actually.
1: Okay. He's going yeah, to
4: so... stride towards it and say, like, uh,
1: all
4: right, everyone, if we're going to make it out of there, we have to get going immediately. Let's load up. Let's rely on our uh, our forces to get this thing done and uh, get us out of here. You
0: are joined by your five security personnel. Cool.
6: Before the... we leave, I'm going to yep. watch as uh, Rico goes into the truck with the, I'm sorry, into the APV. And then I'm just like looking down at the kid, looking over at the truck, and I'm like, I'm I'm gonna jump in there and man the gun. And I'm gonna hop out and change trucks.
1: Okay. Let
0: me make a note.
4: Okay. Oh, so so we Donald and, and Rico are in the APC, AT where the hell it is, and uh, Zephyr's in the truck, vans in the
1: truck, I'm in the tractor with the with the people.
5: With the security team that you trust.
1: Right. Okay. Look,
4: uh, and he'll uh, he'll either you know, put this on comms or yell it out. Look, uh, the armored unit, it should go in the front, clear the way, and uh, do what we can to get these people safely back to the airlifter. And he's going to give his best, like, hands-on hips, heroic pose, man-of-the-people vibe.
0: Okay. Um, one person, the environmental scientist, the grad student, is going to join... Uh, McDonald and Rico in the APV.
1: So
6: is the grad student a nerd?
0: Uh the grad student is terrified and uh, a little nerdy, we'll say.
6: Okay. Just to make sure that you know, he's not like a, a secret badass that I have to
1: worry about taking the gun or something. Correct. Uh, she's got a pistol and that's about it. And does not seem at all aware how to use it.
6: Safety's still on. Good.
0: Okay, so you have three vehicles. You have what looks to be everybody who is assembled. Um, Zephyr, you are aware that the medbay has William and uh, Ethel. William is still alive but unconscious. Ethel is, of course, dead.
2: Oh! Gotta sprint out and gotta get...
0: Okay, where are you going to put the man? Okay. Okay. That is fine. That is so I can make a note. Okay, you have all of the refugees.
1: What are you gonna do? I I think we're
6: just getting GTF
0: Okay. That is that is easily enough done. Um the piloting. Everybody knows how to pilot something. It's just that Van's the one who's going to be able to, like, pilot a flyer and potentially something that is capable of, of uh, Earth to orbit or vice versa. So unless something goes crazy, you shouldn't need a roll. Uh, I am assuming you are all headed back towards Sunshine.
4: Actually, is there is there
1: more room in that pickup truck where Van is? No. Fuck. You know what? Never mind. Delete. Hit it,
0: (sighs) Okay, so I'm assuming you are going to where the aircraft is, which is in Sunshine.
3: Yes, that's our only way to, you know, have any kind of safety, right? Even though we're throwing ourselves, like, back into the fire, um, we don't have another way to get off of the planet, correct?
0: The aircraft will not take you off of the planet. It is not zero atmosphere capable. Um, it is large enough that it can take everybody here if you throw out all of the cargo and you could fly that to uh, landing, which is the spaceport. Or you can take these vehicles yes, and sorry. go to spaceport directly. It will just take longer.
3: No, we're. I, I think we should go get that airplane um, for sure. And I'm sorry, you did explain that to us last week. My bad.
0: You're fine. And Gibbs is also still allegedly in the armory in Sunshine near the landing pad. Uh, Okay, so what is going to happen is that you're going to make that drive. It is going to take several hours. It is going to be about a half hour before dark by the time everybody arrives you will see the fog starting to roll in as you arrive back at sunshine. The uh, town gates are still open, and it is nothing like what it was when you left. The xenomorphic mass that was chasing you has disappeared. The streets seem empty, but malevolent. I suppose, would be a good term for it. Um, it's eerily quiet. You don't hear anything alive as you hit the city limits. How fast are you going to get to the landing pad?
5: I mean, as soon as Van like sees the city or the, the town or whatever, he's going to try and floor it, just get there as quickly as possible and uh probably take turns a little too dangerously
0: okay if you can give me a piloting role. it has been long enough that people can reduce their stress down to one the situation will keep you at a steady one stress until you are able to get to safety safety a nice slow burn exactly um Van, however, you did roll a alien on your die, so I will need you to add one back and... Get an eight. An eight is ew, ew. a tremble. So all skill rolls using agility, which is piloting, suffer a minus two modification until your panic stops. That I does not affect this roll. It will affect your next roll.
5: So is that a minus two dice or minus two result?
0: Minus two dice. Okay. Uh, So Van is going to take heavy corners. Uh, He's going to wheel that truck around corners. The people who are in the back are having issues holding on. In fact, can I see... Um, Zephyr, you were in the bed with your patient. He is starting to wake up um can i get a mobility role from you one success is all you need that is unfortunate for the others as um uh, rico you and mcdonald uh dj you and your crew um, from your perches can see the truck in front as it takes a corner too hard you see some people fly out of the bed and hit the ground as the truck speeds off towards the landing pad.
5: So I feel like the panicking that Van is feeling is he's going to get in trouble for dumping those people when the adults get there.
0: Uh, that's a pr- pretty good thing. Yeah, that's a pretty good reasoning for it. At least the people being dumped
6: out would be very, very cross with you.
2: And when... Zephyr sees being dumped out then, as well okay. to attend to them.
0: All right, so um, Van, you are down to the people who are in the um, in the cab with you, and you have one person left in the uh, in the truck bed who managed to hang on. Um,
5: is the person in the van or in the 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 the, the cab with me? Is there, are they useful? or is it just a random farmer?
0: There you've got three people in the cab with you. They are oh. yeah. Um yes, they they are farmers. They have pistols. They look terrified because you're a crazy kid driver. You've just ejected a bunch of people out of the truck. Um there are notable noises of pain and uh Hmm, what's going to be a good roll for this? Uh, I'll have Van do it, um.
1: How many people do I have in this truck? Okay. Can you roll me 3d6?
0: Uh, okay. So, um, you have rolled 3d6, um, you got a 3, a 5, and a 4. I was looking for successes. Uh, Successes means uh, without injury. So there are going to be three injuries that I will be rolling for on the table. I got a 54, a
1: 56,
0: and a 14 on the critical hit chart. Um, So one person who hits the ground, um, like... They they hit hard around the legs and um, Zephyr is able to see that the ankle is like sprained. They're otherwise uh, none the worse for wear, but they're not going to be able to run. Um, the second person lands and they land hard. Extremely hard. Um You will see that the arm is bent in a way that is physically impossible for arms to do. There are bones breaking from the skin uh, for all intents and purposes. You know, that, that settler is going to bleed out within the next few hours. They're going to require some serious medical attention. The third is even worse. Um, The third person got thrown clear and actually impacted the side of a wall of a building uh, back first. And judging from the force of the blow, you know that they have broken their spine. They are paralyzed from the neck down. You may be able to save them. You may be able to restore some function. But it is going to take them a very long time to recover. And this is not a safe place for people.
2: Uh, once everybody's assessed, send a report, to Captain Rico, and to Dave, let them know that there are severely injured. We cannot leave them here, and without proper medical attention.
4: Uh, unfortunately, the uh, risk assessment that we've had from our uh, officers and staff indicate that our only course of action is to maintain travel.
3: Is there any space at all in Rico's um, APV?
0: You have space for two in the APV.
3: We have to stop. I I can't leave um there. It, even if there's a chance, we have to stop.
4: You were driving, Got- so is this being broadcasted out, or are you having a, like a private conversation in the uh in the deal? Uh,
3: I think that Rico's just you know. Kind of talking to himself and, you know, out loud and just going to stop, you know, as soon as th- he comes upon the scene. Like he's slowing down. He's clearly stopping.
4: And then, uh, yeah, then DJ will, uh, you know, immediately contact her or if he's with an earshot, just yell like we cannot stop. I know it's sad. It's the situation is dire. But you yourself are the one who said we were in danger, right?
3: We can't leave these people behind. Yes, we're all in danger. We got guns, okay? Um, McDonald, check in.
6: Uh, yeah, no, I'm
4: here. So if this extra few minutes stop, if that's if this is what causes everyone on this tractor to lose their life, you're going to be the one you know, to what? Write their families and say, well, we had to make a stop. Look, we've been arguing about this long enough. Do what you have to do, but you're the one who called down the thunder. Remember that.
0: McDonald's just like the door opening
3: (laughs) as like we're coming to a stop. The door is just opening.
0: Okay. Um. So, Zephyr. Um, you will need to make three medical aid rolls. Okay. The first one will be made at a full full dice. And as you're doing these things, things are going to happen. One success. One success, the first one. Um, which injury do you want to treat first? You have a sprained ankle, a shattered arm, and a broken spine. Broken. Poor William has had a day. He's watched his wife die. He's been knocked out. He was brought back to consciousness in time to be thrown against a wall. You are able to attend him, and you are able to um, kind of isolate him, so he's not going to be flailing around everywhere. Um, You're able to start treating the spine. You know, given time, you will be able to heal it. But um, he is now able to be moved. Um, McDonald and Rico, who are you taking aboard? You have... Room for five total. There is you, you two. You have the uh, grad student that is in there with you. You have room for two more. There are two in, two injured people that you can take, or you can take all of the injured people and two of you are walking.
3: Um, I just tell Zephyr to triage. We have two spaces.
2: Zephyr would suggest that you take. Um the elderly man with the paralysis and then once she tends to the one with the broken is bleeding out uh take that one
0: okay
3: all right load them up
0: okay so as this is happening mcdonald what are you doing
6: weighing whether or not these people stand a chance in hell of actually surviving what is to come
0: uh okay that's fair are you in the apv or out of it
6: uh I'm doing a thing where you're kind of like standing by the door but the door is open. So maybe even like standing up on the runner so that I can see over it to get a higher vantage point to make sure that we're not in any extra danger. Like we're exposed. It's kind of in the open. Rico and the doc is are doing their things, but somebody's got to watch their back. So I'm like a meerkat or a space meerkat.
0: Okay um and so you're going to hear a voice from inside the apv it is the grad student um she says um there's there's a thing here that has a bunch of dots on it and it's making a noise and there's other dots coming in from the edge of the screen and they're coming towards the dots in the middle the, the middle's us right
6: look of horror look up to rico motion tracker we gotta go Ain't got time. And he starts Um, getting inside the
0: vehicle. Okay, Zephyr, make your second roll. Chew, very nice. Um, You are able to triage and stem the bleeding of the person with a shattered arm. They will survive. They are unable to use that arm, but they are still mobile. Um, Rico, you are able to get the first person into the APV.
3: I just tell McDonald to man the big gun and, um, expecting to kind of hold a perimeter. We have one more person we have to load in here.
6: I look uh, down at the person who's basically dead and just like give a really look, but do get up to man the gun.
0: Okay. Um, the second person is able to get to the APV under their own power. Um, Van, you see the uh, the aircraft is in sight as you come down the. Um, you turn and start coming down the main thoroughfare. What you will see is, before you is, a mass of. It looks like maybe shipping crates or something or other, like, structural detritus has been half-piled in the middle of this road as if it was a roadblock. It has been coated in a strange, like, resin. It is dark green. It looks, like, thick, viscous. Um, It looks alien. You don't see anything else around it but it is enough to where it is going to stop you cold. You are unable to drive the truck through it. You can try. It will not go well.
5: Mm, okay, and how far is the uh, the, the, the fly thingy?
0: Your, your aircraft is, I would call it, probably about 100 meters from the barricade.
1: Hmm. Well,
5: Van didn't really like doing a hundred-meter dash, but uh, he'll uh, still stop the car. Say, uh, all right. Well, this is about as close as we can get. Let's uh, let's get through this. Okay. And not look at anyone else. Just open up the door, hop out, and run to the um the the, the aircraft as quickly as possible. Not as quickly. He's not going to go sprinting. I guess just run.
0: Okay, so it's going to take you a, a minute or two to get over the barricade, as well as the three farmers that are with you. Uh, DJ, you and your security forces did not stop, so you are continuing to truck straight towards the aircraft. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Um,
1: what is your piloting? I see.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Absolutely awesome. Okay, so as you're making a turn with the tractor and its trailer, you miss the... you, you go into shallow, and the trailer impacts against the side of the building. There's a screech of metal against stone, and the tractor is going to slow and stop as it is now caught on a building.
4: Damn suspension system, um, and he'll try to uh, get unstuck.
0: Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me another piloting roll. You are able to to get it unstuck, but it is going to take you a minute or two to get around the uh, get around the building and get kind of unfucked. Uh, okay. So Zephyr, make your third medical aid roll. Oh, three successes. Your sprained ankle. The person is back on their feet. Um, they are hale and hearty. They are able to undertake all actions. And uh, they're going to start running for the APV as well. As um, you are going to hear uh, a screech, not. Unsimilar from what the chest burster did when it was first born. It sounds deeper, uh, more mature, but it is some distance off. It's echoing through the uh, through the alleyways, aside from the buildings, some of them within the buildings. But it's, it does sound like it's coming like directly from in the door. It sounds like it's deeper within these buildings like in a basement, which is strange because these don't have basements.
2: Um, so I have no vehicle I can because they are all now full or gone. Correct. Um, I guess I'll motion for them to move along and I will just
0: Okay. Um, Rico and McDonald, you have one more people than the APV can take.
3: Well, that's a big problem. Can we not shut the door or can we drive with just the door open and somebody kind of hanging out all like Ricky Bobby style?
0: Uh, I will say you could do it Ricky Bobby style, but you are not going to be able to go at a speed really any faster than um, a jog.
3: That's fine. I'm going to toss that person. Hopefully it's the one with the, slightly wonky ankle but their arms work um my assault rifle and i'm gonna drive now we got two guns
1: all right uh, let's go ahead and flip
0: back through to van you and your trio have made it over the barricade and as you hit the other side You will see, I don't need a roll for this, it's very evident that the barricade itself was not facing the direction you came. It was facing this direction. It was not built to keep you out, it was built to keep something here in. Mm. And it is quiet. Deathly quiet.
1: Now, I will ask you for an observation roll. Oh, there's that panic roll. Keeping it together. That's good.
5: Yeah. Only one success on an observation, though.
0: Yes, but in the alien RPG system, one success is all you ever need. Unless it's an opposed roll.
5: Oh, lovely.
0: As you start to run for the aircraft, now called the ship, it's just... Easier that way. You will run by what looks like a a metal waddle, water barrel or some kind of of you know crate or something. This oblong, weird thing um, that's on the porch of a building. And as you run by, you will see that it starts to unfold, and it is about 2.5 meters tall as it stretches to its full height. Um, It has a smooth, almost eyeless head. The body looks like it's made out of a black chrome. Um, You can't see any jawline on it. You can't see any skin. It just looks like all metal and muscle. And... It takes a step forward towards you and your quartet. And I will need you to add one more stress. This is not anything you've ever seen before.
5: All right. Is it in the way of where I'm going?
0: It's going to intercept you. You will also see that it has, um, like, on its arm, it looks like some kind of shredded pilot's jacket. That used to fit over the shoulders, but is now just kind of like almost like a bandana on the arm.
1: Huh. Uh. Well, that sucks.
5: Van doesn't know if he can close the door of the drop. Sh- like, is the dropship or the is the ship door open?
0: The ship door is open. the The ship door is open. The landing ramp is down. There are supply crates and other stuff that are next to the uh, next to the ramp. It looks like it was in the process of loading, unloading when something happened, and it is you're probably about twenty meters from that ship when this thing starts to move to intercept you.
5: Van in the lead.
1: Uh, In the van, in fact. Ah, lovely. Um.
0: As you are. Yes, I have rolled 1d4, one signifying that is Van. Two through four would be the settlers that he is running with. I have rolled a one, which means that the adult Neomorph's next action will be against Van directly. I will give you an action to decide what you're going to do before it decides on its action.
5: Well, Van wants to get to the ship, so he's going to run faster.
0: Okay, give me a mobility roll.
5: (laughs) Can I, like, do a stress to re-roll everything? Or because I got a panic, I can't?
0: Because you have a panic, you can't. Now, (sighs) do you have any story points? Oh, yeah, I do. So if you wish to succeed on your mobility roll using a story point, then the Neomorph will not be able to reach you this turn and it will give chase it will be between you and the other settlers because otherwise you're looking at a panic roll with a plus five
5: uh
1: let's let's panic let's panic I'll all right
5: one, less and just panic a six yeah you.
0: you're able to keep it together all right No, that's fantastic. So it is going to... What is it going to try to do? So I'm going to roll a 1d6. It has six actions it can do. If it is an action that requires melee contact, then that action is going to fail. If it is something that has range or can close the distance, that will succeed. That means if you get a... If I get a 3, a 4, or a 6... It is going to succeed. A one, a two, and a four uh, and a five will not.
5: It's a coin flip.
0: I have rolled a six.
5: That's the bad one, isn't it?
0: Uh, yes. Number six is a tail spike. A Neomorph is going to impale the victim with its razor sharp tail. Roll for the attack using seven base dice, damage one, the attack is armor piercing, having any armor rating. If this attack causes damage, it automatically triggers critical injury number 66. Number 66 is the impaled heart.
5: There's no attack roll on this?
0: I'm about to roll the attack roll.
5: Okay, because I have the dodge ability, which uh, I use mobility instead of close combat to dodge. Okay. So I roll that too?
0: Yes. I have rolled three sixes. No, I only rolled two. You can use a story point and succeed. Because otherwise, you will die.
5: Yeah. Because um, if you get even one hit, I...
0: Correct. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it is It is now positioned to kill you.
5: All right, I guess I story point.
0: You may spend the story point And tell me how you narrowly avoid death by this tail spike.
5: Um... So the tail spike comes in and Van tries to dodge, but instead trips over his own feet. Uh, Surprisingly, like he he panics a bit, like falls Uh over and it just goes right over him. Um, But Van is able to recover and does like a tuck and roll and just keeps running.
0: Fantastic. It is going to roar. And it is a throated roar. It is a terrifying thing. And the settlers that are with you are now running away from it as fast as they are able. Uh, this is getting spicy. I like it. Uh, DJ, your tractor and trailer are, are puttering along again. And over the sound of the tractor, you can hear this weird kind of screeching. You see up ahead, there is uh, the truck that the kid was using. That is in front of some kind of chitinous resined barricade. You are unsure if the tractor can break through it or not.
1: You are welcome to try. Well, fuck it. Let's go. Let's put this thing in the four low. Okay. Give me a piloting <laughs> roll.
4: I mean, I've made several, right? So it's You've made one. I've made one.
1: Not... How do, you, how do you go? This is the third one. But in any event, here we go. Let's go.
0: You've made one success on your piloting role. So yep. you were able to get this thing up to speed. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. Uh, yes, very much. Chugga, chugga. Uh, did I write the stats for this vehicle down? Oh my goodness, I did. So it's going to truck along at speed two. It's got a hull of 6, an armor of 4, and it is going to meet the immovable object. So if you can roll for me uh, 10 dice at d6,
1: I should say. Uh,
0: 101. Uh, So uh, you have rolled 1 success on 10 dice. I have rolled a 1d6 on 6 dice, which was the barrier strength. So. The tractor takes no damage, but as it starts to crack through this barricade, it is slowed to a stop halfway through. The trailer is has it's... caught on the truck. Okay,
4: caught on the truck. Okay, uh, he, he's going to order his 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 people. Like, look, uh, detach that thing quickly. Get us free.
0: Uh, they are going to scramble to try and get the tractor, uh, the tractor trailer detached. It is going to take them uh, a round or two in order to do this. How many people are you sending? Uh, how many people? You have, you have five? your five, five with you.
4: Yeah, I want to say four should do it. Um, you four, get that thing situated. Uh, you uh, be on uh, what do they call it? Uh, Overlook. Um, uh, you know,
0: you, you know what it is. Okay. Overwatch, sir. Exactly, sir. Yes, that sounds exactly right. Jonas on Overwatch. Okay, they are going to succeed at detaching it, but it is going to take them three rounds to do so. Uh,
1: Zephyr, as you are walking
0: behind this transport, the the APV that is slowly pulling away from you. You see a the settler that you helped save is sitting on the ramp with an AK forty forty seven looking terrified. He's looking behind you. He is pointing the rifle at you, but he does not fire. And you give me an observation roll. Oh glorious. Two successes. With two successes, you can hear it and you can feel it there's a presence behind you. It closes fast, and as it hits about six feet behind you, it goes from its full lobe down to a slower one. And as the setting sun um, causes shadows in front of you to lengthen, you can see a large bulbous head crawling shadow. It looks much bigger than you. And you will sense along your right side, right by your ear. You will hear a hissing. You will feel uh, a wetness dripping down your jacketed arm that hisses as well. And a black chitinous skull will enter your field of vision. On your left side, you can feel claws strong place themselves on your shoulder and you are brought to a stop as it seems to taste the air around you
2: i think she would just stand there letting it do
0: okay zephyr stands there and then the presence is gone it moves on it moves in front of you and it starts that lope again as it hisses and then it screeches and you can hear and feel behind you more of these forms. And they just blow right by you as they start to gain on the APV, leaving you untouched, forgotten. That may be something to take note of later. Uh, Let's see, Rico McDonald, um, you hear panic babbling from the ramp. Uh McDonald you are on the auto cannon you can see through the cameras you see the aliens roll up on Zephyr and then stop Zephyr and then continue to move past them and towards you what are you all going to do
6: Ah math is what I'm going to do Do I have an estimated range from here to there versus the range of this gun this big gun
0: Uh your big gun I have Listed the notes for so your twenty millimeter has a long range. They are, uh, they're within that range, so you would be able to roll your ranged. Uh, actually, this would be comtech because it's computer controlled, and you would get a bonus of three dice.
6: If I wait for them to get closer, do I get more bonus dice? No. Okay, so this is my my best to go
1: roll as is. Correct. Uh,
6: communicate to Rico preferably over... Well, no. All these people are, are pretty fucked anyway. Um, that they are within range. Uh, they're in range for the autocannon. I'm going to wait for them to get a little closer before opening fire. We only have a limited amount of ammunition on this thing. And I won't say anything about Zephyr because that is not relevant to the tactical situation right now. That'll come up later.
3: Um, Rico's just kind of kind of try and push this machine a little bit more, whatever it's got, and uh just relay to McDonald, you know, uh all on you now, buddy.
6: Cool. Uh do we want a piloting roll first or a shooting roll first?
0: Uh give me your shooting roll and then I'll take the piloting roll.
6: Uh I was expecting a pop up for three extra dice. Let me roll three dice.
0: Two successes. two successes on your comtech, tech and no successes on piloting. Um, so as the autocannon starts to open fire on these uh, alien creatures, going to take a look at their commuter drones. Thank you. Uh, OK, it's going to be four and health of seven. Uh, so you're going to see autocannon rounds impact against these creatures, and they are immediately doing significant damage. Um, the angry hisses turn into pain screams as uh, the one in the lead takes a, a, a burst directly to the chest and is blown back past Zephyr and behind behind them again. And it does not look like it's getting up. Meanwhile, Rico, the APV starts to stall like it's had t- too much fuel or, or something else is going on. It's slowing down when you don't want it to.
3: Just no, 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 and kind of backs my foot maybe off of the accelerator a little bit. Just
0: try. I'm doing something wrong. Just feather it, maybe. If you would like to push that roll, you can add one stress and then roll again with all the dice. Is there any kind of assistance I can do, or am I busy on the guns? uh you are busy on the guns. That is still zero successes, but no panic. There is definitely something going on, and this APV is starting to to slow down. uh and it, this isn't good. Um. Okay, so this round is down. We're going to move back over to Van. You are at the aircraft. You are at the ramp, and you have got this two and a half meter tall humanoid alien thing with a tail that nearly killed you after you. What you doing?
5: Uh, well, is it, so It's I'm at the craft. Is there, is it like right there at me? Or can I um, find a close button? Or can I like, what?
0: You can probably get up the ramp and find a close button unless um, the next time I roll a d6, if it does any type of leap or or rush grab or another tail spike, it will connect with those. But if it does not, you will be able to get the ramp closed so you will be protected on your next turn. Actually, let me do one more thing there. I'm going to roll 1d4 it is going to go after it's going to turn and go after one of the settlers so you are technically not in danger this turn
5: okay so if van can quickly assess that he's not in danger he's going to like stop on the ramp take a quick look to see if anyone any of the people are right there ready to hop on to before he presses the button
0: they are not the the neomorph is between uh, them and the ship and it is starting to advance on them. They are running back towards the barrier.
5: Van takes a quick second. I think he has to roll an empathy to see if he's abandoning everyone here.
0: Correct. I would need an empathy roll.
5: And he has to fail it.
0: Correct. Ah, oh, he passes. Two successes, no panic. <sighs> Technically, one success. I would not. I would not accept any of the panic dice on that. But you did get a success on the black die, which means that yeah. you're not going to leave them behind.
5: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, Van doesn't hit the button to close the back hatch. Instead, he heads towards the cockpit. Okay. And pulls out his dad's card and just starts like swiping it or tapping it wherever it needs to do to log him in
0: uh there is a card reader that you're able to slot the card in the second that you do the ship powers up and on the computer screen it would say welcome administrator johnson um security locks are disengaged
5: uh i assume like the warm-up period for this takes a round or two
0: uh correct
5: yeah okay so he's just going through the flicking the switches um probably takes a break to, like, close the cockpit door and, like, bolt it, like, if there's a, like, lock it if you can. Okay.
0: Um, DJ, as you are trying to get your, your guys to undo this tractor up ahead, you can see some kind of tall thing pick up a um, pick up one of the settlers that was in the truck with Van and take a chunk out of out of that person's neck, and then throw them against a building. And they just ragdoll. They're dead. Well, that's terrifying.
4: Uh, how far away is this?
0: Um, They would be about 60 meters away from you because it is 100 meters from where you are to the ship. Jonah, if you could uh, expedite this process, uh, if you'd like to uh,
4: get off this damn planet. Uh, y- y- yes, sir. He's and, going to uh, like fiddle with the, uh, the tractor controls a bit, get this thing ready to f- fucking go.
0: Okay. Um, they're not able to make any further headway. It seems that the tractor trailer is high-centered on this truck, and it's making it really hard to get to the hitch to get it disconnected. Uh, you can try a piloting roll to see if you can break through it. Um, If you fail... Is it possible to,
4: like... Yeah, I I want to do a piloting roll, but is it, like, story pointable? Like, where I just, like, throw this son of a bitch and just flood it and hope it, like, kicks... I I don't know, is that a thing?
0: Uh, If you have a story point, you're more than welcome to use it for that purpose. I have It's been a year, I I don't know. (laughs) Have you you used a story point yet?
4: Uh, I know I did on my first character.
0: Okay, well... Everybody gets a story point for finishing a previous game. So if you have not used a story point last game, you should have one available now.
4: Okay. I don't I don't think I don't think um, Raymond did. If I did, I sure as hell can remember. Okay.
0: Uh so, then you have one story point.
4: We're gonna story point this thing and we're going to like, you know, jerk the old wheel left and right, <laughs> shift some gears, slap some buttons, pull a lever or two. And see if we can't get this thing to to jump out of that rut. Okay.
0: Uh, And in fact, that exact thing happens. The second that Jonah steps off of the cab to help with the tractor, all your security forces are are working on this tractor. Um, You have just the right amount of leverage now in the tractor cab to where you slam on the accelerator and it jerks and it rattles and it groans. And then you're moving again through this barricade everything's going great it's wonderful the the five security guys are knocked aside as the the trailer rockets through this thing and you're getting back up to speed
4: uh, is uh, is the is uh, the truck with van in front of or behind me i say that again the
0: uh the you know van is in a, a truck uh <clears throat> van is no longer in the truck van oh, abandoned the truck Whoops. And that is that is now behind you. well, you, oh, okay. you 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 literally ran it over, getting through the barricade. The
4: truck? Okay, fuck it. Uh, sorry. Go. Sure. We're we're going to uh, aim this thing and just go. Ah! We, <laughs> we drive it towards the uh, the, the airlifter slash dropship. Okay. Um, we're running over any fucking thing that that dare uh be in our way.
0: Okay, so you are going to hear panicked shouts from behind you, but they're very, very uh, quiet because this tractor is roaring as it crawls along. Uh, That is your turn. Um, McDonald and Rico. Mm -hmm. This APV is slowing down, but the autocannon's working. I I just
6: yell out to Rico to get this shit moving. Uh, if I can even be heard over the sound of my rat-a-tat-tat, go and get.
0: Because the door is open, it is very loud. Yeah, so
1: I'm going to roll to shoot again. Okay. And hot. Uh, two successes, that's more than enough. Yeah, that's
6: good. Rat-a-tat-tat
3: and I'm still working on trying to get this machine moving. I'm pushing the buttons that I pushed last time. I don't know what's wrong.
0: Okay. Uh, So McDonald's uh, autocannon continues to go thumpy-thump, and a second and a third alien get blasted to pieces. Um, And you will hear the gears grind uh, of, of the APV, And then you'll feel it jerk forward as the gear catches and you start to pick up speed again. The settler that is in the door ramp is starting to wildly fire the assault rifle because it's really, really hard to shoot from a moving ramp like that, y'all. Zephyr, are you going to do anything different? You seem to be treated as an outside observer to all of the events that are happening. You are, you are not being targeted by any of these these xenoforms. Uh, you have your medical bag on your shoulder with the embryo mm-hmm. and you uh, I'm going to assume that you stuffed the, the dead face hugger in the bag yeah. as well.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, so far they haven't like attacked any they haven't gotten to any humans to cause injury. so no, I'm not gonna tend to them. Mm-hmm. I might try to get out of any of the spray. So I imagine there's little bits, drops of acid that keep landing on her uh, they, away at her uniform or synthetic face.
0: Uh, yeah, they are, they are not small. Um, <laughs> it It quickly gets to the point where they're far enough away where you're not getting sprayed, but like mm-hmm. the first one that got by, you got a little piece of it. It's not enough. That would be considered health damage for a synthetic.
2: Okay. Um, Well, she does remember that they had to come here to get somebody out of the armory. Okay. So since she is being treated as, you know, just an observer, she will make her way towards the armory to try to assist that person.
0: Okay. Van, do you or does your player believe that the marshal would have survived these past six or seven hours?
5: Um. Does Van believe that? Oh, do I believe? If, um. From how it ended, it seemed like he was almost being left alone.
0: For the time being, yes.
5: Um, I'd say coin flip it, honestly.
0: Okay. Um. Roll me one d six. Call even or odd.
5: Uh, even. He's alive. Okay. He's alive. Okay.
0: <clears throat> uh, Zephyr finding the armory is easy but the armory door is locked and any of the window shutters have been pulled
2: what kind of lock is it
0: it would be a it would be your standard like kind of electric lock It the, the door hasn't been like welded shut or anything but um, it's anything that would require like an administrator code or you know, an emergency code to get in.
2: Let's pull out the face hugger. Okay. She's well aware of what their bodily fluid is made of. So she's going to carefully break off a leg and see if she can drip that acid, can uh, render the lock non-functional.
0: That has no possible role, but i really like it so (laughs) it is uh it will take your turn but at the end of your turn Mm -hmm. it is going to burn through the wiring and it is going to cause a short that will open this door okay and as it as it does open you will have time to react as you hear the action of a pulse rifle being charged as somebody's ready to
5: Blast whatever's
0: <laughs> coming through the doorway.
5: Uh, would he be at uh, one stress or
0: um, Gibbs? What yeah. stress was he at when we ended the last time? It should be on the he sheet. He's at four. And he's Ooh. totally still at four. Okay, <laughs>
5: that
0: makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you can roll his ranged combat real quick. Uh, I want to see if he gets a panic roll. He doesn't. He gets okay. So he fires a control burst through the doorway. Um, were you in front of the doorway, Zephyr, or were you to the side working on the panel?
2: I was at the side working on the panel.
0: Okay. So you hear the chatter of a pulse rifle as bullets fly through the the open air where the the door was previously blocking.
2: Um, uh, once those fires are, once that's fired through and it's quiet again, uh, Zephyr will identify herself by her name and, uh, rank and the location that she was stationed at, hoping that this person inside will calm down.
0: Gibbs absolutely knows who you are. Um, Van is going to be working on pre-flight checks. And because the Xenomorphs will not step into the area with the Neomorph, they're waiting for it to die. Um, he is considered safe for the moment and out of combat. So I'm going to make Tom go schizophrenic and play Gibbs. <laughs> you could have made this easy and just said he was dead.
5: <laughs> I could have. But I really like Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> I like both of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. Uh.
5: Uh. Zephyr, my uh, uh, It's it's nightfall. You're you're doing a rescue pretty late.
2: We're all here trying to get to the airship. And make it to an off-planet location.
5: Great. All right. Um. Uh, would there be like grenades or something? Yes. Okay. I don't know about your rules or ethics or something, but if something's eating you, are you able to pull the pin on this?
2: If there was anything that would endanger a person, I use that in order to protect them.
5: Oh, are you are you allowed to shoot? I didn't think. No. Your type could shoot. No. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's uh. Uh, go. Whew. And Gibbs steps on out and sees that giant monstrosity.
0: Yes. Um. So you are going to see that there is a tractor that is lumbering towards the ship. You see the giant monstrosity has torn the throat out of one person, and they are going to now roll. Um. That is going to be the last settler. And that is going to be a... Um, Yes, you are going to see this giant thing um, spin, and the tail whips out and bisects the settler, leaving, as I recall, one person left who is running helter-skelter right for you, screaming. Uh, Behind you, you can see um, the APV rolling along. The ramp is open. There's a Panic Settler firing from behind. Um And it is just hitting this barricade where there is a crushed truck. And behind them is a, a number of Xenoforms that are starting to come from the buildings again, like they did the last time.
5: Alright, well... Uh, let's do this. And uh, Gibbs will start uh, a mad dash for the plane. Uh, expecting okay. Zephyr to be like close behind.
0: Okay. Uh, Zephyr, you do not see anybody who is capable of receiving medical care. Uh, Rico and McDonald, you are... Wait, no, not you guys. I should do DJ first. Um DJ, are you going to try and roll through the big alien thing or buy it? No, we're going right through this motherfucker. Right through it. Give me a piloting roll. Goddamn tractor. Let's go. Oh, two successes <laughs> on three dice. I like it. Um, alright, so you're gonna hammer down. That is fine and fantastic. I love it. You just
4: imagine lots of fast and furious level shifting of gears just with right torque and less speed.
0: Uh, okay, so your big-ass tractor has a speed of 2, and it's got a hull and armor of 10 combined. If you can roll 10 d6 for me. Okay.
1: okay. you have rolled
0: no successes. So, wow. you uh, <laughs> you bear down on this thing. Uh, technically, you have two successes, so it's fine. Uh, you bear down on this thing, and um, you you narrowly avoid the last settler as they're running for off to the side, and you um, feel the tractor impact against something, and like the the back wheels rise up, and you feel the tongue split, and the trailer like falls to the side as you bounce into and then over something. And so, like, the whole cab is jumping like it's got hydraulics, and you can hear this just terrible, wicked screeching sound. And as you get past it, the um, the tractor starts slowing, and then it jerks to a halt like um, something just, like, grabs it and stops it. But you can also smell the acrid funk of um, scorched metal, uh, interspersed with engine oil. So whatever you hit managed to crack the engine block.
4: Well, damn! Uh, how far away from the uh, the plane are we? Uh,
0: you've got about forty meters.
4: How far behind me are my fellow five uh,
0: security
4: my 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 friends? Uh,
0: <laughs> give me an observation roll. Oh, okay. That is many successes. So as you turn with your eagle eyes on five successes, the easily the most successes that we've seen tonight. Um you can see that you're missing four of them. Um there is one who is uh firing wildly beyond the barricade even as the uh apv rolls rolls by uh he's trying to run after it and catch up and uh the other four look like they've you you see no no sign of them you don't see like any blood or gore you don't hear anything with the shotguns you just see jonas running for his life firing behind him
4: and You we said how many meters from the the ship? Was it twenty or sixty or you forty? Forty. Uh, fuck it. We we got we got to get. We know Van is on there, but we don't know the condition of Van, right? Correct. Let's Fucking go. It's like well, he's gonna like reach down and uh, you know, pull us pull his pants up, tighten that belt up,
0: and we're gonna run for it. Okay. Give me a mobility roll, and then I'm gonna move over towards uh, McDonald and Rico. So as you go through this barricade, you run by. <laughs> Fantastic. Give me add add one stress, and then do a panic roll, one d six. So as you roll through this, you see that. Um, as you're coming around like the final corner to get to the, to the thing, you see that somehow Zephyr has gotten ahead of you. She probably cut through some of the alleyways and stuff because originally she was behind you, but you had to make some twists and turns. Um, you see that some of the Xenomorphs that were coming up on the barrier are retreating. They have people in their clutches uh, literally dragging them away. Um, There is one other person, uh, Jonas, who is talking with DJ. He is booking it. He's doing the 100-meter dash to get down to the ship. You see the ship. uh, The thrusters are starting to bellow steam. You can see even from here that is going through pre-flight checks. It seems to be active. There is the crushed remains of the truck that um, Van was driving. And you see that the tractor that DJ was driving, uh, the t- trailer is on its side, and the tractor is starting to erupt in flames as the superheated metal of the cracked engine block is meeting the fuel system. It's it's very exciting. So,
6: I mean, I've got one thing in my hand, and now, now I just have a new target. Uh, I would like to shoot at the aliens that are carrying the people and if I happen to hit the people, I feel like I'm doing them a favor.
0: Uh, at this point, from what you've seen, that's fair. I don't think I need an empathy roll for that. Go ahead and uh, do your thing.
6: Uh, is there a way to to roll a number and have it count my stress? Because I keep wanting to expect there to be a pop-up button for when I push ComTech.
0: Um... So what you can you can do temporarily is just...
6: Roll the 3 extra d6 like I
0: have been. Yeah, just do it the way you have been. Okay. Uh-oh. Better roll that 3d6. Uh-oh. Okay, and now add your stress and do your panic roll. That is a 6 on the panic. Uh, so, while you don't feel too guilty about putting these people out of their misery, um, your hands say otherwise, or maybe the targeting system does, and it is not trying to hit center mass on these aliens, and they're able to duck, dodge, and weave out of the way, still carrying their, their charges. Uh, Rico, what are you doing? We
3: gotta get to that plane, man. Okay. Driving, driving, driving.
0: OK, give me uh, one more piloting roll. Oh, glorious, two successes. So you are going to be able to hit the ramp of that. Like You are going to blow right by DJ, who is trying and failing to do the 100-meter dash. Like, y- you see him take a couple of steps, and then like hands hit his knees, and he's got to breathe for a second. And he's got like a stitch in his side or something, you're not sure, but the APV is going to be able to roll right by him. And you're going to be at the ramp at the start of your next turn. You are also going to blow by Zephyr, who has Gibbs in tow, or vice versa. And uh, on a decent mobility roll, Gibbs and Zephyr will probably make it to... Yeah, they'll make it to the ramp at the end of their next turn. Basically, we'll be wrapping up within the next two turns. Um, so speaking of which, Gibbs and Zephyr. Um you see that the the giant neomorphy thing has been crushed by a truck and the truck is starting to burst into flames. And it's it's rocking like it's still trying to drive. Um the settler Makes it to you and then is like taking cover behind you as you start bolt, keep bolting for the plane. Is there anything different that you're going to do other than book it?
2: Does Zephyr see colonists being taken away?
0: Uh, give me an observation roll. No, you do not.
2: Then, no, it's getting this uh settler that's behind us now. On the ship to get out.
0: Okay. Um, so mobility rolls from the both of you.
5: Well, I want to. Gibbs does not believe that that thing is dead because he thought it was dead before. Okay. And this is just a tractor. So if Gibbs is going anywhere near it, he's going to toss one of his grenades at it. Uh-huh. Just to uh, make fantastic. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, do I need a an attack roll for that, or?
0: Um. Uh... Toss me a ranged combat. That's one success. one success. That's all we need. And that grenade is going to be a. Blast
1: of nine. Okay.
0: So. Okay. Eh, zero zero successes. Zero successes on uh, you know what? No, I'm sorry. You roll ninety six. This is your okay. grenade.
5: There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That's that's how things should be, right? Right. Zero successes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the creature got one success even though the armor was halved because it's fire. So you will see you toss that grenade and the grenade lands against the tractor, and then when it goes off, the tractor rocks again, but it doesn't look like it got the blast got underneath it it looks like the wheel took most of the damage and as you guys are running by you will see the uh that that part start to lift and that black metallic form is starting to crawl from underneath it it has black blood that looks like it is it looks like oil and it doesn't burn anything when it touches but There's something wrong about it. You know it. You don't want to be anywhere near it. But it does see you. And it will on its turn roll a 1d3. And I will go in the order of the table. So 1 will be Zephyr. 2 will be Gibbs. 3 will be the Settler. On its turn. Um, Which actually would be right now. So. That's 2. So Gibbs, it it doesn't like you. It is moving slower. Um, it still has a bit of distance. So again, this is going to be it's it's going to have to to close the distance. So I can either. and I'm uh, gonna tell you what. I want you to roll a d six, call even or odd. If it's even, it's going to use its slow action to uh, close the distance. If it rolls odd, it's going to try and do an attack and see if it can do a fast move as part of the attack and get after you. Okay. So it is going to throw uh, the tractor tire off of it, and it is going to close the distance and give chase to come after you. (sighs) I know. Uh, DJ... You are hearing a lot of stuff behind you. And behind you, you can see this giant black thing starting to chase Gibbs and Zephyr and one of these settlers. And further behind is Jonah trying to catch up.
1: Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, we're we're running that
4: plane. We're trying to get, uh, you know, uh, they, they'll have to be able to, uh, you know, now's a good time for, for them to learn self-reliance.
0: All right, give me your, give me the mobility roll. If you can Come get a success on. on mobility, then you'll get there at the end of the turn. You can push the roll by adding a stress and then re-rolling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a while since we worked out. You know, so,
1: it so last you year, are, no
0: cardio. You were making what you can, but Gibbs. And Zephyr and this colonist get by you, and up ahead you see the APV stop, and people are piling out of it and getting onto the ramp. Speaking of which, McDonald and Rico, you are now at the ship. The door is open. The settlers who can move are loading themselves onto the ramp. Two of the settlers, uh, the one with the sprained ankle and the, um environmental grad student are gently taking the spinal injury
1: up the ramp. What are you two going to do? Do I see Gibbs? Yes. Uh, I just...
6: Son of a bitch. Uh, I turn the the big gun on whatever Gibbs is busy with and just apply all the bullets.
1: Give me the bullets. Oh. My three buddy success. gives... I three dice. on the bullets.
0: Oh, yes. Add three dice. On. Three ones. That's fantastic. Uh, okay. So that's going to be six. And okay. Um, so as this thing is catching up, McDonald's strokes the trigger and the auto cannon spends the last of its mag and blasts what was left of raymond band's back and it flies the body flies back five maybe ten meters like it gets distance and there's black blood just like flying everywhere from behind and uh you will see dimly on the scanner and those who are running will be able to see that as this black oily blood hits the earth it's like there's a almost like a black mist that stays airborne as this liquid is flicked hither and yon. And the xenomorphs that were chasing the the, the other ones, once they get close to it, like they come to a stop and they start backing off. And then they start slowly trying to go around, finding a safe path around this, this zone that they've put into place where Ray-Bans died. And once they're able to get by, they will start giving chase again. But it is at this time that everybody else, even DJ, makes it to the ramp of the ship. And Vans' pre-flight checks are done. So, my last question to you all before we close for the evening. Where are you flying this craft? I don't know if we got that far.
5: Van first flies up just to get out of range of anything, okay? that That's his number one goal. And then he's going right. to ask for where to go.
1: Give me a piloting role. Great.
5: still don't, super panicky. Oh, don't no, fuck not,
0: it up, Not Gibbs. You want Van. I want van. Oh, boy. Four successes on. Uh, 11 dice, five of which are stress dice. No failures. Very nice. So as, as we close out, Van closes the ramp. Even Jonas makes it aboard. And the thrusters fire, and the whole craft lifts out of the air. And it hits 10 feet. And it hits 20 feet. And right as it hits 20 feet, um, you can see through the viewport that even some of the Xenomorphs try to jump for it. But it's it's just not working. The landing gear retracts. And in no time at all, you're able to gain altitude. 100 feet, 200 feet. For the moment, you are safe. And hovering in midair over the increasingly desolate ruined town of sunshine you are all free to make the decision where to go next when we pick up next time next
6: year we should all play synths and just kind of chill with the with the aliens (laughs) just be friends just like play cards with them or whatever right
0: i have plans for that
2: next time we should just be aliens that have been tasked to take over a planet and see if we can actually <laughs> do a good job instead of talking
1: like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll talk about that. I want to. I'm gonna send the <laughs> boys to bed.